Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host. It is 6.20 in the morning, and it is already hot here in Arizona, in the Phoenix area. It is, is already toasty. Uh, we had a nice summer all the way up to this point, but it looks like those days are coming to an end, and it is now time to be miserable until November. Yay. I'm very excited couple quick announcements before we begin today's show. Shuffle Playlist, which is a podcast I do with my buddy Chris. It's a music podcast. The episodes are usually less than 10 minutes. Occasionally they pop over 10 minutes, but usually they're less than 10 minutes. And on this episode of Shuffle Playlist, we talk about listener Chip, who listens to this show, his request, which was Sugar Colt, Los Angeles. I'm going to be honest with you, I can't get this song out of my head. I've listened to it several times since we've recorded that episode, and yeah, I'm not going to give you my thoughts here, but you could definitely check that podcast out. And the the next podcast that we're going to do is the Season Ender, where we actually take you and give you a peek behind the curtain, and we talk about podcast numbers, what we did wrong, what we could do better, kind of the struggles of, of producing that show. So definitely, definitely, definitely check that out. Link is in the show notes. All right, let's start with our EV news. VW is dead set on releasing the ID1 EV hatchback. We actually don't have any details on this vehicle. We don't even know if it's going to be called the ID1, but you know, based on their naming convention, we could be fairly certain that it will be. We do know that VW is shooting for a starting price below $22,000. The previously announced ID2 All concept is expected to start at $27,000, around 25,000 euros. Sounds like VW is moving the right direction price-wise. Now, I don't expect any of these vehicles to have any whiz-bang features or any, uh, I don't expect them to have a, like a huge range, but I do expect them to be good compelling vehicles for the prices that they're set. So good luck to Volkswagen. Just as a Side note here, 
Volkswagen has hit a milestone. They have sold 1 million EVs based off the MEB platform, which is the uh, platform the ID3 and ID4 are based off of, and all the other modern EVs. So congratulations to VW. Stellantis will launch a sub-$27,000 EV with 186 miles of range. We don't have any more details than that, but we'll definitely keep an eye on this story as it develops. This is a shout-out to Steve Sheridan on this next one. Tello is an EV company that wants to bring (laughs) an EV pickup to the market, but this EV pickup is about the size of a Mini Cooper. The main configuration of the truck will seat five, and it will also have a five-foot bed. If you need to store something, you know, like a sheet of plywood or something like that, the rear seating folds down to give you an extra three feet of bed storage for a total of eight. But if you're like, you know what, I don't need that much storage in the bed, you can actually add a third row of seats in the truck bed, and now you have a eight-seat vehicle. It'll go 0 to 60 in 4 seconds, top speed of 125 miles per hour. It'll charge 20 to 80% in 20 minutes. It's got a 106 kilowatt hour battery, which is insane, using 2170 cells, 350 miles of range, expected range. First deliveries are expected in 2025, and they'll be hand-built, but mass production should start in 2026 in San Carlos, California, where the company's headquartered. The base price of this vehicle, $49,999. You can reserve it for $152, which is $1 for every inch of length for the truck. We've talked about the Kia EV9 in the past. If you're not caught up on this vehicle, it's a three-row electric SUV. It's nice and big, kind of like the Telluride that uh, I think it's a Kia product or a Hyundai product. Anyway, it's a nice big vehicle. In Korea, this vehicle has a $60,000 list price. Based on Kia's Belgium website, the EV9 will start at 74,000 euros in Europe, much more than I would have thought. We don't have a price for North America as of yet, but I'm guessing it's going to be comparable to the European price. So that is a spicy meatball of a price, that that right there. I expected it to start somewhere around $50,000. I was wrong. Hyundai announced at its investor day that it would invest $80 billion into its upcoming EV strategy. So here's a quick rundown of the strategy. First of all, battery technology research, as you can imagine. Uh, they're going to spend some money on training autonomous vehicles. They're really pushing hard for that right now or at the end of the year. There will be five autonomous Ionic 5s operating in Las Vegas by the end of the year, like I said. I didn't know this, but Hyundai acquired Boston Dynamics in 2021. So uh, Robotics Lab is going to be on the agenda for them. And then air mobility. And you can just think passenger drones Some of these things we've heard in the past, some of them are new, but it's good to reiterate it every now and again. And before we move on to our next story, I have one more quick little Hyundai thing that isn't really a story, but it's worth mentioning. Hyundai is now offering a $5,000 cash rebate on the 2023 Ionic 6, SE, and SEL. And alongside that, they're offering 0.99% financing, not 99% financing, 0.99% financing. 
So uh, they're they're trying to get those vehicles out there. That's that's pretty cool. Fisker has delivered its first Fisker Ocean in the United States, and actually it delivered 22 of the $69,000 launch editions. They were delivered in Southern California, according to Electric. Heinrich Fisker had this to say, We have been waiting for this moment ever since we started development of the Fisker Ocean in October of 2020. As a California-based company, we are thrilled that our first U.S. customers are finally getting behind the wheel of the Fisker Ocean and will experience its innovative features, class-leading 360-mile range, and the highest levels of sustainability. We are grateful our customers have been patient with us as we dealt with a longer-than-expected certification process earlier, earlier this year. We are happy their patience is now starting to be rewarded. This is really exciting news, and it is super cool that they started developing this car in 2020, and they're they're delivering them in 2023, just under three years. That's pretty impressive. I did not know that. I thought this car was in the works way longer than that. So uh, hats off to Fisker, because that's that's really impressive. Right now, Fisker is delivering vehicles in Europe, U.S. in Europe. They just opened a presence in China, so expect them to be in China soon. NEO has cut prices by $4,200 on all models. Now, that is pretty impressive, but there's a caveat to that. They are no longer offering free battery swapping to those customers. You know, I'm not sure how many people took advantage of the free battery swapping. And if it was me, I would just rather have the ability to do it and pay like a la carte and save $4,200 on my vehicle. So I think it's a, I think it's a good trade. Rivion purchased a mapping app, a better route planner. And if you're not familiar with this app, it helps you plan your EV trip. And it accounts for things like charging and weather conditions. And it tells you if chargers are up or down. It's a great app. I, I have it on my phone. I have not had a chance to use it in real life yet, but it's still, it's a good app. Rivian is going to integrate a better route planner into their Rivian platform. I guess the um, Polestar already has a deal with a better route planner, and it's baked into their car, so that's pretty cool. I wonder if Rivian is going to keep the app up and running or if they'll just kill it off. I mean, I hope they don't because I think it's a really valuable tool for EV owners. You know what? We'll just keep an eye on it because... <laughs> I could talk myself into either argument at this point. So we're we're moving on to the next story, which is three Nikola trays caught fire last week. All three of the vehicles were parked behind Nikola's headquarters in Tempe, Arizona. Batteries were involved. I don't know if they were the cause of the fire, but they were involved. Nikola suspects foul play. There is an investigation going on, so I will keep you posted as we learn more. All right, that is it for EV News. I'm going to give a short Patreon plug. If you want to support the show, go to patreon.com forward slash kilowatt or supportkilowatt.com. And for $1, you can get the show without ads. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. 
Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Tesla's supercomputer Dojo is about to start production in July. If you don't know what Dojo is, they use it for training their models for autopilot and full self-driving. And then it's also going to help with the Tesla bot as well. So that's exciting. It's it's a really impressive piece of technology. And I would imagine that they're going to license that technology out to other automakers or anybody else who needs a supercomputer. Let's see here. Let's do a quick Cybertruck update here. It looks like production for the Cybertruck is coming along. I guess I guess they had uh, uh, boards up in the windows to block the drones from being able to see in where they were building the Cybertruck. They've taken those boards down, so there's there's drone operators just flying over the factory and peeking in, kind of weird, peeking into uh, the facility there, and they are currently building Cybertrucks. I would imagine that none of these builds are production trucks yet. I believe they're still alpha trucks, but it's still, it's a a good sign. And then Tesla is doing some winter testing in New Zealand on the Cybertruck, and that's pretty cool. And Franz von Holzhausen showed off a recent prototype of the Cybertruck at the Peterson Auto Museum. This was electrified cars and coffee. Seems like a fun event. The Cybertruck looks really good. There's video of it if you just kind of Google Cybertruck LA and it'll come up because it's recent. But it really does look like a cool truck. Um, I'm not sad that I bought my Model Y because I don't think I would have been able to afford the Cybertruck where it's going to be priced. But I am excited to see the final product because it looks really good. And finally, Tesla has produced over 10 million 4680 battery cells, and those cells are going into Model Ys and the Cybertruck. So congratulations to that team. 
All right, let's move on to our next story. Florida has blocked direct-to-consumer car sales in the state. When I first read the headline for this, I was a little upset because I was like, why would you do that? That seems very foolish. But there's a caveat. If an automaker has never had a dealer, or excuse me, a manufacturer-dealer relationship, then that automaker can sell directly to a consumer. So that means companies like Ford, GM, Stellantis, they, and Mercedes, they can't sell directly to the consumers. They have to go through their dealers. Companies like Rivian, Lucid, Tesla, Fisker, and a few more that I'm forgetting, they are able to sell directly to consumer. I don't agree with this, but it's not as bad as the initial headline that I read made it sound. So, yeah, they, they, uh, I think that if you have if you're a manufacturer and you have contracts with your dealers then you should honor those contracts if you've never had a contract with a dealer then i don't i don't know where this would be a problem um yeah so just so you know if you are a florida resident you cannot buy a ford maki directly from ford you have to use a dealer if you want to buy a tesla you're good you can buy it directly from the company Ooh, I am losing my voice here. So we're coming close to wrapping this up. The top four most American-made cars in the United States are all Teslas. The Model Y, X3, and S are America's most American-made companies. And then, kind of as a side note here, the British version of Auto Trader named the Model Y 2023's best-selling family car, to which I say, cool. All right, let's go ahead and get to our final story. This comes from evstation.com. They have a North America charging standard adoption tracker. This is Tesla's, formerly Tesla's charging adapter. Now they have this standard. Um, before we get into who's adopting it, and I'm only going to cover the notable uh <laughs> companies, the companies that you've probably heard of, because there's a lot of companies doing this. I'm just going to be a quick update on companies who have not yet adopted it and why. So first up, Hyundai is looking into it. They're, you know, considering whether it's good for their customers or not. Stellantis says they're not ready to adopt the standard yet. Elon really wants Toyota to adopt the standard, but I haven't seen Toyota mention anything. Lucid Motors is open to adopting the standard and Peter Rawlinson, the CEO of Lucid, has thoughts on this. I'm going to hold off uh, on playing that clip until Friday's episode. So we'll, we'll, we'll hear that on Friday. And we'll also get some clips, uh, some audio from Mary Barra, the CEO of GM on the Chevy Bolt on Friday as well. All right, let's go ahead and jump into this EV station North America charging standard adoption tracker. First up, Aptera. Aptera is the three-wheeled electric vehicle, two-seater. That vehicle, they Aptera actually was lobbying Tesla for a long time to use their charger. So it's no surprise that they are planning on adopting it. Uh, let's see here. Let's see. We have, I just scrolled down too far. Autel Energy, which does charging hardware. They're looking at 2024 sometime of uh, adoption. Blink 2023 charging hardware and a charging network. Charge Lab, which does software, that's available now. Charge Point, 
it'll be available soon for ChargePoint, which is a charging network here in the U.S. Uh, EVgo, which is another charging network. Let's see here. Flow Charging, which is charging hardware. Of course, Ford and General Motors. Uh, let's see. Electron, which is a charging hardware. That's available now. Rivian is adopting it. I don't know if we talked about that. That's going to be sometime spring of 2024 for the adapter and 2025 for the NACS ports. Uh, Of course, Tesla uses this. I don't know if you're aware of that. Um, The Texas DOT says that all new DC fast chargers will be required um, to have a NACS adapter on it. And also have to have one CCS adapter as well. So that is cool. Wall box chargers. And the state of Washington has a similar law that the uh, state of Texas does. So as more companies come in uh, and adopt this, companies a note, we'll definitely talk about that. But there's something like 30 or 40 companies on this list. If you want to see all those companies, go to evstation.com. Go down to the menu, and then you go to, like, resources. Here, let's see here. You click on the menu, and then you go to charging resources, and it says Tesla NACS charging, or excuse me, charger adoption tracker. There's lots of good information on here, so I've saved this into my favorites, and you should too. All right, everybody, that is it for us this week. There's a couple of neat things that people are doing in our community. First of all, you have James, who's working on True North EVs. James does great work, so you can check his podcast out at True North EVs. Allison Sheridan has a couple really good articles on her site, podfeet.com. And you can also go and listen to NoSillaCast. I'll put links to this in the show notes. But Allison and Steve visited their son in Texas, and they drove a Chevy Bolt electric vehicle, and they have thoughts on that. And then Steve wrote an article for Podfeet, and I'm trying to find it here because I want to make sure that I give you the right name of the article. Uh, It is about EV efficiencies. It's the impact of adverse conditions on EVs versus ICE vehicle efficiency. It's really well done. Uh, Allison and Steve actually sat down and they had a little chat about it. So uh, you can go and read the article and then you can listen to their chat. I'll put all that in the show notes. All right, everybody, that is it for me this week. If you want to email me, you can. It's Bodie, B-O-D-I-E, at 918digital.com. You can also find me on Twitter at 918digital. And, yeah, check out my podcast, uh, Shuffle Playlist. I'd really appreciate it. You all have a wonderful week, and I will talk to you on Friday.